Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Robocast Newsweek with me, Sam. And me, Jevon. Jevon! Sam! It's that time! It is that time. It's, um, it's time to board the hype train destination BattleBots. It sure is. We've seen a lot of photos and things come out this week from BattleBots over in the US because they have started filming Season 5 or the 2020 season, whichever you prefer. And, oh boy... Oh boy, things are looking very cool over there, I have to say. I'm thoroughly, thoroughly excited to see how things pan out. But um, yeah, what have you made of this week's reveals, Jevon? There's been quite a lot of information come out. There's been so much gold. um, So much so that it's getting increasingly difficult to keep up with everything. Um, Yeah, I think I've picked out a few of the things that I've seen that I'm very excited for. some other things that that we're just confirming are happening and um yeah i think that the biggest surprise was how much i've 180 on one particular robot uh going from not being the biggest fan of the design to um falling immediately in love oh really <laughs> yeah we'll we'll get to them they're they're on the list for today excellent um, excellent um I'm... yeah i think go on. oh go on sam no 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 all, all i was gonna say is that you know that it it has to be a massive credit to not only the teams but also the production team as well with BattleBots to to put a season together where there's quite a lot of interesting robots that are still going. Like I know Bite Force is obviously a huge miss, and a lot of yeah. the you know European teams and obviously people like Death Roll as well not being able to go. It does suck, but at the same time, you know, with with the hand that was dealt to them, fantastic job, well done, BattleBots. Yes, yeah. I mean they're they're away more than they originally thought going so um it's it's very exciting and um, yeah yeah it sure is yeah i think i'm just i'm just excited for everything to come because we've been we've had some some little live events over in america with uh some nork havoc and, and all that and there's been uh us amp events uh we've had robo dojo over here in the uk um but nothing to the caliber of of battle bots so um very excited to finally have some some proper televised robot combat coming our way very very soon yeah absolutely absolutely well let's dive in shall we let's dive we in. shall um now a couple of disclaimers first first of all i'm really ill so if i start coughing i'll try and edit it out but if it has to stay in then it has to stay in i'm sorry guys i'm tr- i'll try my best <laughs> um it's not covid thankfully but oh, i don't think it is but you know just bear in mind that I'm a bit poorly this week. You might be able to tell by the sound of my voice. Uh, second thing, not everything that we've seen has been revealed publicly. There's been like certain teams have posted things on personal pages and what have you. We are not going to share those because it's not our place to. Until ever, until things are in the public domain, we will not share them. So that's the best you're going to get from us. This includes supporter stuff as well. So we're not going to post anything yeah. that's on the supporter page. And this is this is the way I approach the news anyway. It's not news if it's um, private information. Effectively, that's you taking information that they they don't want you to know yet, and, and yeah. they are well within their rights to say, actually, that's something I don't want revealed yet. So, um, yeah, only stuff that has been made publicly aware by the teams themselves, um, or battlebots themselves, or battlebots themselves. Yeah, will will be uh, will be talked about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's begin then with, I know you're so excited, Jevon. I know you were waiting a long time to see if they were going. 
Your favourite team is going, it's Hypershock. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hypershock. Uh, we haven't actually seen much of Hypershock. We've seen, I believe, the spinner and an upright section of the spinner mounting uh, on Hypershock and their lovely neon signs, which is enough for me. Honestly, that's my new like laptop wallpaper. I'm very, <laughs> very excited for Hypershock. Got my T-shirt on order. It's arriving tomorrow. You know, just... I can't wait for this thing. I love Hypershock so much. I don't care who knows it. <laughs> I absolutely agree. It's a, it's a fun, loving room. I love the flex of the neon sign as well, by the way. Will yeah. Bales, he, he, like, the guy knows to part on a show, doesn't he? And, you know, Hypershock, it, I think once again, pu- pulling out all the stops. The thing that I love about Hypershock is the fact that they are never boring. Like, no. any fight they're in is always exciting and fun. Like, even before the robot is in the arena, the teams are already having fun. And yeah. it is just such a good atmosphere when Hypershock is around. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's such a... For a robot concept and, like, design that follows the mould quite a lot, they go the extra mile to make it special. And I think mm. that's that's the difference between, say, you know, a Hypershock and any other four-wheel drive vertical spinner they have that showmanship and the panache and it it is exciting you know it's exciting whenever hypershock's in the arena and i'm I'm sure it will be this the case this time around um considering the smaller field that we have they could end up being one of the one of the dark horses i know we've said that about a lot of teams (laughs) and it's probably a running gag but they are so dangerous to fight when they're in the arena. Like we've they seen that really before. Are. And like they've they only... lost the arena in two seconds, I think, against Valkyrie. If that, yeah. And let's face it, the only teams they lost to last time were a very good huge and the winners bite force. Mm. Like I would have given Hypershock a a place in the top sixteen at the expense of I don't know, say an uppercut, for example. Yeah. But Yeah, I th- I I was I was most disappointed when uh when Huge and Hypershock had to fight for their place in the top 16. I think both of them deserved it, to be honest. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed with them. I have them as far as my top four. Really? Uh, yeah, I do. That is a bold claim. It is a very bold claim. I have plenty more where that came from. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear um, more of that later on in the year. Uh, when, when, when more robots are revealed. Yes. Obviously, one of the big talking points of last season was the state of the battle box itself. Um, yes, you the know, battle box floor um, really taking the majority of the wins last season. Well, well, so, some notable instances, obviously the you know the cobalt versus duck fight, you know things like that. <laughs> you know, don't remind sure, me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't great, <laughs> but you know they've released some lovely new photos of their lovely fresh floor. It's looking very flat. It's looking very smooth. Apparently, the panels are now AR five hundred. So yes, <laughs> it's a hard ox floor essentially. Yeah, things are going to struggle to get through it quite so easily, we hope. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 looking good. So hopefully the fo- I'm sure it will take a few hits and I'm sure it will get warped and I'm sure it will get damaged. Oh, I'm sure course. it won't be on the same level as it was last season though. No. No, it was a very battered floor last year. Um Yeah, they they're making improvements all the time to the, this place. So um Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. What's yeah. also worth noting yeah, is the um, the pit space, which uh, the teams were expecting going in, and I, I must admit, so was I, going in, were expecting it to be very very spaced out and, and not much of an atmosphere there, but 
hell were they wrong? Because like the teams themselves have made the pits far more interesting by dressing them up uh, in in outlandish ways or by you know just just making it an event. Who's your favourite? Like I have to ask because I've got a particular favourite. I'm sure you'll you'll probably guess I who it is. But who's your favourite? My favourite has to be Mobot, who yes. has brought basically a garden. <laughs> yes, um, and it is such a good theme. I'm I think it's it's something that should be like there should be a fan vote of of best pit space, and I think it, they should be awarded with something for that. Yeah, because I agree. I think the pits are half of the interest of the show. Like we got to see it loads more last year with Jenny Taft doing. Um, was it Jenny Taft? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Jenny Taft. It was Jenny Taft. Yeah, yeah. I've been watching BattleBots 2018 and I'm confusing myself. Um, yeah, doing the interviews in the pits and getting to see that side of things more. Um, I think there needs to be more of a highlight on pit spaces and, and fun and antics. I mean, uh, last year, Axe Backwards really brought like a full studio set up for their pit space. Yep. Um, and do you know what? Big up to them because it looked amazing. Sure did. It was, I'll tell you what, it, it's... You're right. Like, I know um, a friend of the podcast, Jeroen Leverloo, like, he was talking to us briefly about when he, he said that he's kind of glad that he wasn't going because he didn't want it to feel like work. Because when he goes to BattleBots, he, he wants to have a fun time. You know, they want to go over there. They want to hang out with their mates. They want to, yeah. you know, go and interact with everyone that's there. It's, it's, you, know, you don't get to see them every day. And I think the community aspect was one of the things that I think a lot of teams were kind of worried about going this year wasn't going to be the same. Mm. By the looks of things, so at least from you know a lot of social media posts that have gone out and there have been a lot things look quite nice and it, it seems quite enjoyable i think a lot of people are just relieved to have something to do to be honest with you yeah yeah absolutely absolutely we'll we'll move on from the pit spaces and we'll talk about uh some of the hero shots shall we jevon <laughs> oh man the hero shots this year so um hero shots are they, they come under several different names but it's the shots that you see um, while Kenny and Chris are talking about um, like the teams as they're as they're entering the arena and saying, "Oh, this robot's doing pretty good this season," or "This team has struggled," or whatever, and you're seeing these lovely shots of the robots behind the scenes, um, just looking up close at these things. And this year, they are really, really good. Um, I I love the cinematography of BattleBots. It it really. Um, it really fascinates me and interests me to see all what they could do to make it look just so, you know, like it's like a movie, honestly. They've got a set this year with um, sort of lights coming down the sides of the room and a smoke machine up the back and a spotlight behind it. And it is like a superhero film where you've got the hero stood in the middle and the lights behind them and it's, it's just all lit up very nicely. What's also interesting to say is uh, they appear to be taking two photos of each robot one with a red light on and one with a blue light on i wonder if this is uh depending on which square they're starting in the battle box which would be um, which would be a clever idea because obviously they've they had this big rebrand didn't they earlier in the year they had that new mm. logo uh they've got the you know the red and the, the blue battle box um bees basically but um like in the red and blue square colors and it all, you know, a bit of bit of branding goes a long way. A bit of, you know, marketing goes a long way. And I think that this is a really cool thing that they're doing. And hopefully, as you say, you know, these this is something that's going to continue on as a theme throughout the season. Yeah. Let's so talk. Let's talk about should... some robots. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk about some robots. Some teams. <laughs> so um, 
it, it, as is tradition, as I think at this point, <laughs> uh, literally as we pressed stop recording last week, um, a very, very highly thought of and rated team decided to oppose that they were going to BattleBots. Um, this is one that I, I had had, like, you know, we've got a few sources, you know, inside knowledge we and do. all that, you know. We, we, I wouldn't say we're in the know, but we're in the know. We are. We're the news <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, not many people had spoken to thought this team were going, but they are. And it is my absolute pleasure to say that Witch Doctor is going to BattleBots in 2020. Thank God. <laughs> so, yes. Two top four robots from last year now confirmed. The only two top four, as we know, uh, Bite Force and, and Death Roll won't be returning this season because of travel restrictions or personal choice. Um, yeah, Witch Doctor. Uh, they their armor is looking a bit different this year. They've they've um, they've done some upgrades to it by the looks of things, and and the design, of course, is very special. And they've gone for that cracked rib effect once again. But it's less rib cagey, more just sort of armor bone like yeah i don't dislike it at all i think you know they there wasn't much they could do to last season's design to make it like significantly better i thought because they mm. were so good throughout the entire season like and they came so so close to taking the whole yeah, thing like if you look at witch doctor last season compared to the past three it was a, such a leap forward like witch doctor last year were like a killing machine it was unreal and you know Yes, okay, Witch Doctor was never a pushover, don't get me wrong, it's, you know, it's not something you want to find in your laundry basket, but, you know, Witch Doctor always had that threat of doing something, and just, it, you always kind of had a feeling, it's going to break down, and to a degree, it had that last season with, you know, like, I think the fight with Shatter was the only one where I thought, uh, it's not going to happen for them here, because, you know, they started to slowly smoke up, but, yeah, every fight after that, they were just imperious. They really were. Like they, they really, they, they, they brought the power. They brought. I mean, the gigabyte fight stands out in oh my, my mind God. as just shocking and incredible how they managed to throw that thing around. The one I, I mean, gigabyte is difficult day. to get hold of at the best of times. Yeah. And the way they just bossed it, honestly. The one that I watched back the other day, which really surprised me, was the blacksmith one. Now, blacksmith has a habit of not dying, mm. and witch doctor like. They just killed it. <laughs> it was not, wow. I mean, okay, obviously, season two, Minotaur destroyed Blacksmith. Okay, whatever. But after that, since, since sorry, since then, they fought Minotaur again and survived three minutes. They went three minutes yeah. with Bite Force, which not many teams can claim to do. Nope. And Witch Doctor just erased it from history. There's no other way of putting it. It, it was it was <laughs> incredible. It was incredible to watch. And I'm so excited to see Witch Doctor uh, back in the box again this season. Hopefully, we'll get to see them um, running at a similar level to last year. This could be our winner. Like, I genuinely think this is, this is going to mm. be our winner this year. It's up to everyone yeah. else to kind of match that standard. Once again, um, they're in my top four. Uh, yeah, there are for, for honest reasons, and and the reason I've I've not gone any higher than my top four is because I don't want to have to pick out of the four robots in there, <laughs> um, because that's just cruel. Very true, very true. Um, I think the biggest surprise though is the next robot, Jevon. Yes, and our credits yes, you on this indeed. one. You, you you called this a while ago. I did. I I had uh, insider information that um, this team shipped out about four weeks ago, told no one. Um, and then only announced, I think it was Friday, that they were there. Um, it is Black Dragon uh, back from Brazil 
um, ready to compete once again. And this is very exciting news. Um, they defeated Minotaur. Not many robots have that crown. I think no. Tombstone, Bite Force. Um, there's a couple last season when they were struggling. Um, but, I was saying, Wh- Whiplash, uh, who are the other two? Whiplash, Gigabyte, and Death Roll. And that's yes. pretty much. Oh, and Bombshell, of course. Yes. Uh, in the so it's, it's quite season. it's quite a list, isn't it? You know, the quite you know high pedigree, and you know Black Dragon. You know, you can say, oh yeah, you know, won the Desperado tournament, and you know, kept, got into the top sixteen that way. I don't think they would have needed to. No, I've we've had conversations before myself and Sam about yeah. um, the Desperado tournament, and um, whether you you agree or not, I think if you're entering it, that is your last chance, and. Yeah. Um, Honestly, Black Dragon taking that route, maybe they saw an easier path to the top 16. But again, as you said, I don't think they needed to. They were what? Uh, two and one? Uh, or one and one? I can't remember. But it was a yeah. it was a decent win, the first one. I know, a decent loss, loss, sorry, against a Toxus, loss. Uh, yeah. Texas Twister. Um, split decision, I believe. Yep. Um, followed by a very competent win against Bloodsport. And... Um, yeah, they they really showed the power. They didn't need to go Desperado. They chose to, and um, well, it paid off. It really did. I mean, they faced off against second place the year before and um, won it. So you know, good good on them. Yeah, you know the the, the younger Brazil team, if you like, um, team what is Warrior, isn't it? I think it is Warrior. It. A bit of a mouthful, but <laughs> they're a good team, and I'm I I'm so excited for Black Dragon once again. You know, it's a it's a a robot which again. On the face of it, doesn't stand out, mm. but they have a lot of personality about them. It has the fire. It has the cool, you know, decorated design on the front. I like it. I like Black Dragon, and hopefully, we'll get to see them do some uh, some fun stuff in the Battle Box in 2020. Mm. Now, from one new team last year to a new team for this year, although made up of uh, the parts of other teams who uh, have competed before, um, we have hijinks. And um, they've revealed they, their secrets. <laughs> they have finally revealed their secrets yesterday evening uh, while I was live on the news stream yesterday. Uh, had to wait around for them to, to get their act together. But, you know, um, <laughs> hijinks. It's an undercutter. Yes, it is. And um, big owl energy there. There's, <laughs> very, a, there is a, there's a lot of owl energy. For it. And also big up the pink fan, you know, as a fan, yes. of, as a proprietor of a pink robot myself, I can respect the fact that it's pink, it looks fantastic, doesn't it? It really does. Um, and the the spinner on it is almost as tall as uh, Jen, who is one of the... Uh, I think she's the team captain, isn't she? I believe so, um, yes. Yeah, she, almost as tall as her now. Apparently she's not that tall to start with, but, you know, <laughs> to have a weapon bar almost the size of a human is just mind-boggling. Um, I think only maybe Deep Six and... Uh, I think Apex can claim something like that as well. Yeah, but... Apex. But yeah, it's, it is just, it looks fierce. And I'm very excited to see it in action. It's really compact looking at it. Yeah, I think... like, there's not there's not much, like... The uh, the obvious comparison I have to, to Hijinx is PP3D. Mm. But PP3D was quite chunky. Like, it looked like it had a bit to it. Whereas Hijinx looks like... You've got the weapon and you've got... And then, like, it's like a really spindly body do you think yeah it, it reminds me of the i don't know what it, the thing's called but it's the 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 big creature from 
the end of season two and season three of Stranger Things with the legs, like a big spider thing, you know? I'm, <laughs> oh, sure, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure people will understand the reference, but like, it's got like big legs like hanging about and it's yeah. like, it's very wide. It would look intimidating when it, at speed in the arena, I think. Like, like when it's driving around, like coming towards you, you're going to know about it. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. It's, it's a cool robot. I'm glad that they've got it got it together because they know they were stressing out quite a lot. You saw a lot of social media posts that they were kind of concerned that they were not gonna not gonna not get it done in time, but like have it ready to fight in time, you know? Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. they have. I'm glad they're going and keep keep a close eye on hijinks. It could be quite special to watch. What I do want to quickly say about them, um I have seen comments online saying, Oh, the wheels are exposed. No shit. My reply is <laughs> yes and um there are so many robots where the weapon, uh, the uh, wheels are exposed. I would like to liken this to Tombstone, who, yes, the wheels are exposed, but then the weapon is literally right next to yeah, them. Yeah, you've got to and do a good job to get around the weapon first. Yes, you do. Um, this thing is going to be driven well, I think. Um, with with the team that is at the helm, uh, I think Hijinks is, is going to be a... A really good contender. Perhaps a top 16. Who knows? <laughs> Obviously excited for Pijigs. Uh A robot that we kind of... We touted as a bit of a dark horse. And we, we think... I still think it's going to be right up there. Is Endgame. Yeah. This is the robot I've 180'd my opinion of. Like, I wasn't that keen on the design of it before. Yes. But... The Wedge. The hero shot. Oh. The Wedge. Oh, man. It needs a big orange wedge on it. I've decided. Endgame needs that big orange wedge to to be just less of a generic four wheel drive vertical spinner. Um, it looks stunning. It looks so good that I turned around yesterday after seeing the picture and went, Do "You know what? I'm doing Inktober at the minute. I might as well," and just did it because God, this thing looks awesome. I think there was kind of um, a, a universal sigh of relief that Endgame have a big wedge because, like, I know a lot of people have kind of said, you know, you look at the one with the forks. Like, I, I said this when we were recording the news previously. Mm. There's no substance to it. Like, it just looks a bit weedy, you know? Yeah. And, like, I understand why they've, they've got, you know, got the forks the way they have. Because you know, it's, it's, it's more effective. Over form, isn't exactly. It? But that wedge just makes it, just, it looks more of a presence and more intimidating. Like, you see that coming towards you, you're like, damn, I better back off. You know, the forks, okay, more effective they may be, but, you, you know, it's, it doesn't look scary. Do you know what? I would really like a payoff from 2018. Endgame called out Tombstone. They did. In 2018. They did. And I really hope that that comes to fruition this year. Well, I, we, um, we had that on the bingo last year. When, when um, you know, when I went on bingo with Spinner Proof and um, Mr. Psycho, that was one of the, that, that was, one. that was one of my, it was a good time. I, I really enjoyed that. We, um, you know, one, one of my picks was, um, we'll take Tombstone, which is the quote yeah. that Jack Barker brought out. I would love to see it. And I, I, and I would also love to see them beat them as well, because it would be quite the yep. story, wouldn't it? Because Endgame, it really would. Endgame, you know, is, it, it's difficult. I don't want to say it's flattered to deceive. Mm. It's had it had a tricky second season. Twenty eighteen, they performed well. Yes, um, and then things like as soon as it fought Bite Force, they had this horrendous run of I think it was like six losses in a row or something ridiculous. Mm. It was crazy because they, they they lost to Bite Force, sort of Waiachi. Okay, no shame. Um, 
They lost to Sawblaze. Yeah, they lost to giant nut winning robots. <laughs> yeah, they lost to Sawblaze. They yeah. lost to Ribots. They lost to uh, Death Roll, of course, in that amazing fight. Yeah. Um, and the Thing... Ribot one was such a shock. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, Ribot's fantastic, isn't it? But um, it is. But Endgame, you know, they had a really slow start to the start of last year. And I think they, in the fight they had in, against Minotaur and the Desperado, they cracked their chassis. Yeah. And they just had, and, you know, it's a, a single bullet piece of aluminium, I think. So it's just, you know, all been cut out and it was just a stinker. And then they fought Cobalt and battered them. And then they fought Duck and battered that as well. So maybe, yeah. the, you know, that form towards the end of last year, maybe that carries on. Maybe, the, you know, they've they've worked the kinks out. I hope so, because this is a team that... They've come a long way. Like, they have come a long way, and they, they've they called out some big names. They had the they had their big boy trousers on, and they very much deserve to, because, honestly, to be able to put on such good fights and to be able to, to win against some of the legends, they really need a big win like this to really prove, like, to... Well, they don't. They don't need to prove themselves, but to show all the people that don't believe they can that they can. Yeah, I think so. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, this is not a shot at like them, them because that you know they've they've won events in you know they won FMB in China like quite convincingly. Yes. They were imperious there. They've got a, a lot of pedigree, and I think it's it's good to prove to like the audience in particular. You know, not maybe not necessarily people who are listening to this who quite you know know the scene quite well. You know, your average viewer is going to look at Endgame and think, you know, they 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 started change, you know, about Tombstone, <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know, you got you got to back that up, and they haven't done so in in BattleBots yet. Maybe this is their time. Who knows? A team that uh, are back once again. They had great success in twenty eighteen, like Endgame did, um, and then maybe had a bit of a struggling season last year, um, to some degree. Was Whiplash. You say they struggled. They, I don't think I remember their full season last they only, year. They only lost to Witch Doctor and Tombstone last year. Oh, in which case, no, they didn't struggle at all. Yeah, they, they, finished, <laughs> they finished top eight, and they lost to Tombstone, which, okay, Tombstone is just optimised for that robot. Like, I, I feel like yeah. Whiplash just, if, if they beat Tombstone, they've done a good job. Yes. And looking at the robot this year, it just, it just makes sense. It does. They've, like, they, they've, they've, they've gone away, and they, they've looked at Whiplash and thought, we don't need to, you know, reinvent the wheel here. What can we do to make Whiplash better? And like, you look at the new version. You know, there's plenty of photos out there if you, you know, want to find them. They've got the new style wheels, which are um, kind of similar to the uh, Black Dragon wheels. Yes. Kind of, you know, and uh, Copperhead, very similar to that as well. They've got, you know, new profile front end. I, th- I don't know if it's smaller or the weapon's bigger, but the weapon is definitely bigger. The I'd love confirmation it's, on that. I, I would love to, you know, I might, I might well speak to Matt Vasquez and see, you know, is the should. weapon bigger or is the uh, is the robot smaller? Because it, it looks like the weapon is way larger than it was last I think time. It, it might be a bit of both. I've, I've sort of likened it. it. It sort of looks like a caricature of itself, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because no. obviously they've optimised it to to be better. Wheel smaller means that there's less to go wrong there. And it's it seems like each wheel is one piece now as opposed to um, the tyre and the, the hub. Uh and the the weapon looks certainly, it looks bigger on the robot, as you say. Whether the robot is smaller, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it it looks like uh, they have done some good things to Whiplash for this season. And um, 
I'm, I'm excited to see them once again. I'm always excited to see Whiplash. It's, it's one of my favourite BattleBots machines. And, um, yeah, it's... hopefully they can they can go one step further. Who knows? They're, they're a fun team. They're a good good team. You know, I like I like them a lot. They, they, they seem like really cool guys. And um, Matt, we've spoken to Matt a couple of times on the podcast. He's been thoroughly lovely every time he's come and spoken to us. And mm. I wish nothing but the best for Team uh, Fast Electric Robotics, I think is their team name. I believe you are correct. Thank God for that. That would have been really embarrassing. Right. <laughs> uh, we mentioned a few weeks ago of a, another new, potential new entry, uh, which had a crowdfunding uh exercise i suppose you could say yes um which was axolotl uh they have made it they have it looks exactly like the cad um, it does which is great which is what you want which is what you want to see um yeah i just, still think it's spinamingo it is it, is that a bad thing no i, I i'm flattered but <laughs> you know, it's, it, I just think it's been. They clearly looked at an amazing robot in Mingo. Obviously, gone, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've obviously but it you is know, BattleBot, so we need a spinner on there. So uh. yeah, they, they've they've gone for the the smart approach of take a you know take a concept and slap a spinner on it. I like it. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't even hate it. It looks really cool. I think it, it know, does. And I I hope that they you know get a chance to uh, get a chance to prove themselves because you know they've 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 done it. They've made it and turned up to BattleBots and. Hopefully, there'll be a lot of fun to watch in the arena. You know, it'd be interesting to see how they fare against a lot of the competition. But we'll Axolotl, see. for me, I think could have a season much like one who did last year, where um, they they could end up surprising a lot of people and, and taking some wins. Um, they It looks decent enough. It looks competent. It's got big red wheels. Um, it does. It's got a vertical spinner. It's got wedges. You know, it's got what, all the bits. What, what more do you need? <laughs> What more do you good need? fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of good fun. Speaking of good ah, fun. Ah, yes. Uh, a team that generally are quite good fun to you know to look at and to see in the arena. Doesn't always get the result that it probably wants, but at the same time, you know, an interesting robot to look at is Axe Backwards. Yes. Um, They're back. First, first looks at them came out either earlier today or yesterday. I think it might have been yesterday. Um... I, I really like this. Um, Axe Backwards for me is the modern day Barbarous because it literally it is. is the same yeah. weapon design. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, I really hope they get their drum up to speed this year. Um, and I b- fully believe they can do some damage. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it does do damage fairly frequently. It's, it's just like it doesn't get the chance to win fights because generally they get blown to bits before they get chance to, to do so. Yeah. But um, no, take nothing away from them. This is a fun robot, and hopefully, we'll get to see a bit of um, bit of fun from them as well. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, Kurt always brings some entertainment. He's got some showmanship, hasn't he? Let's face yeah. it. I mean, him and Will Bales did um, did a dance at Robot Ruckus, didn't they? Uh, I think it was last year. Um, which I think they did dirty dancing in the box, which was just magical. It really was. <laughs> Brought a tear to my eye. It's art. To be honest with yes. you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, speaking and, of uh, art. <laughs> yes. I mean, we always try and get one robot in from Monday's announcements. And uh, this week is no exception. Good Lord. Tantrum looks nice this season. Oof. I mean, Tantrum's always had that kind of thing where, like, it it looks cool. Like, for the last two seasons, you know, it's, it's all been billets, 
you know, billet chassis, they've, you know, they've taken it away and every year they've kind of looked back and thought, what can we do to, you know, you know make this stand out a little bit more? So, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the second season they had that punching spinner. Yes. This year they've still got that. They've refined it a little bit. So they have it kind of angled downwards. So like when it comes down, it's hits lower than um, yeah. where the, the back of the chassis is. So it, I think we spoke about it either yeah. last week or the week before like, that they, they weren't like quite getting the bite they wanted. Yeah, imagine it like an escalator or like a, a travelator <laughs> if you're American. Like, you know, g- g- going downhill, it kind of is a slight decline on it and it will hit lower than it did last season, basically, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. They've um, got some decent forks out the front. They do. But the big talking point is the arms. They move. Ah! They do move. The arms raise up and down they've got flamethrowers they're the shriek it's just oh come on now tantrum you're just spoiling us i mean they did okay in china and they and as we discovered they, yes last week Boxing they didn't champion a- yeah and as we discovered last week they didn't actually do too badly in battle bots last season it's just that we didn't get to see any of their fights mm. so yeah i mean i'm excited tantrums uh tantrum's certainly something let's say that much it most definitely is let's talk about the live scene Battle there's bots. not a lot to talk about, to there's, be honest. There's, there's not. There's not really. There's there's a couple of stories. Um, first of all, let's talk about Thunderchild. Let's. Uh, very excited. It's no longer a kit. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> it Big might up. be heavily inspired by a kit, but you know what? You learn from That's, it. This is, he's uh, yeah. He's he's done great things with that bot. Um, you cannot take away his record from him with that robot and. I think over the years he's customized it to be his. Yeah. Um, he has, however, uh, Nate has gone away and looked at Thunderchild and built a new version, which is slightly smaller. Uh, it is more refined, uh, and it is most definitely his. He's optimized it to how he wants it, and that is brilliant. It One, looks really nice. Yeah, it does. One thing I noticed, like that stood out for me, was the wedge was a slightly lower profile, or sorry, a yes. slightly higher profile higher profile yeah i think he's still got to sharpen it um okay. he was talking about so i think it is going to get lower um but yeah. yeah i think it's it's going to be a, a force to be reckoned with once again i mean Thunderchild, if you get drawn against it at a live event then you uh you know that your days may well be numbered <laughs> yeah you have to you have to be at the top of your game to be beating nate don't you really and uh you do yeah it's not gonna be easy let's talk about stuff outside of Robot fighting in general, and to people who talk about robot fighting or do robot fighting, yes. but slightly differently to others, Lego Wars. The, I'm very um, excited. Yeah, you, you, you were you were heavily involved in this, you know. And, I, I know was. This, I, this I'm is the other driver. The, this is basically the self promotion area of the uh, of the show. So it let's, is. let's talk about uh, let's talk about Lego Wars. Obviously, David of Smeg oh. uh, on YouTube, uh, lovely guy. Um, he really is. And. You've uh, you two have been having a lot of fun with that, haven't you? We have. So first thing I want to say is congratulations to David. He has worked tirelessly on this project since we recorded back uh, several months ago. Now, um, a thousand views on the Robo Nerd channel, the international special is over now, which is just incredible. He won Robo Nerd. He did it. Well done. <laughs> um, yeah, Robo Nerd aside. Lego War Series 1 was a lot of fun to do. Um, I'm not quite sure of the format of it. I do know that we started with a round of 16, and that just brings into the final. Uh, I'm not sure how that's going to be put out to the viewers, um, 
but I do know that he has worked hard on it. Uh, Anderson, who obviously uh, listeners of the Robocast will know as being mm-hmm. the other person on the Robocast or one of the other people on the Robocast, um, he is our commentator. He's been enjoying it and, and loving doing the commentary for the fights. Um, the Seaborg has been the graphics man behind it, um, putting together all the different um, battle boards and everything. It's been a labour of love, and yes. I think people are going to enjoy what what's about to happen. So this is coming out this coming Friday when you, this podcast comes out. So that'll be Friday the tenth. What date is it today? Tenth, yes, um, of October ninth, ninth of October. Oh, okay, I was close enough. You were, uh, yeah. Friday the 9th of October, 7pm premiere on David of Smeg's YouTube channel. So do go and subscribe so you don't miss a single second. What's also exciting is more Lego happening um, in America this time. It's Battle Bricks. So it's basically like Lego Wars, but in America, where we know everything is bigger. bigger. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is coming out, I believe, either later tonight when we're recording. So that's Monday. Either way, it will be out by yeah, the time it'll this be podcast ready, is out. It'll be ready for you as and when you finish listening to us. Or yes, or yesterday when I post this. Ooh, Ooh. time travel. Oh, um, yeah, it's it's coming, and uh, I'm looking forward to watching it because I I know nothing about it other than it's Lego Robot Combat, and what more could you want? Exactly, it's all good fun. So the last thing we have to talk about this week is my girlfriend doesn't like robots. Is she not? I mean, she she's indifferent. <laughs> um, she doesn't like them as such. Like she accepts my lifestyle choices and you know the questionable ones that I make, and she she <laughs> uh, supports me nonetheless, which is the most important thing. We are, of course, talking about the podcast. My girlfriend doesn't like robots. Yes. Um, which is basically one man's adventure to try and, you know, introduce his girlfriend to combat robots and, you know, some of the more interesting things that happen in, in it, basically. Um, Devin, you're a bit more familiar than I am. Yeah, I had a, I've been meaning to get around to having a little listen to it um, for a while now. They're faithful subscribers of um, my of channel. I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are subscribed to you as well. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's, I think, a way of showing off some of the more wild and wacky designs in robot combat and um, seeing the ranges of things that people can do and bring to an arena and still have some success with it. Uh, The episode I was listening to, um, they brought Battle Royale with cheese to the table, which is as far as out there as uh, it gets. Um, Yeah, Yeah. it it was a really good listen um, and I thoroughly enjoyed it thoroughly recommend it it's good it's good fun and uh, i think they're on uh, the sixth episode i've got their socials if you want to go and uh, check them out in the show notes and that pretty much brings us to the end of the robocast newsweek um you can find myself and jevon at samuel 64 and at world of woodrow on all social medias don't forget to rate us if you want to rate us you don't have to but it's, you know it's nice if you want to do it don't forget to keep up to date with BattleBots. There are things happening all the time. You are probably going to see a load of stuff happening in the not too distant future with regard to you know, you know the white, you know the the pictures on the website. So keep an eye out. It probably is going to update within the next couple days. You never know. Um, there's a lot of good things afoot. So make sure you're uh, make sure you're following us. Make sure you know what's uh, what's happening in the world in terms of fighty robots. Anyway, on that note. 
It's goodbye from me, Sam. And it's goodbye from me, Jem. And we'll see you next week for more Robocast Newsweek. Ta-ra! <laughs> that's that's stated. <laughs> <laughs>